Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, it's Manny Amue. And Laura Lee. And we're here to bring you our podcast full coverage. We are two OG influencers, beauty gurus, and absolute best friends, and we love to talk. On our show, we love to discuss all things pop culture, and we give you a little beauty advice too, as well as diving into some incredible stories behind the success of our businesses. Plus, we bring you into some of the hottest guests to spill the tea. Oh, yes. We're going to bring you the inside scoop on all the juiciest gossip about the fools in the world. And listen, baby, we've been called fools ourselves, so trust us, we know exactly what we're talking about. So whether you like your makeup light, medium, or full coverage, full coverage has got something for you. Pause the show you're listening to right now and subscribe to full coverage on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Later, fools. If you like weird and strange history as much as I do, then I have the podcast for you. I'm Jason Horton, host of Strange Year. Each episode, I break down the strange history and cultural happenings during that year, like 1977, the wow signal, 1963, three tramps theory, 1844, the Millerite movement, 1997, the Phoenix lights, 1896, the shortest war, 2004, Benjamin Kyle, 1518, the dancing plague, 1985, the move bombing, 1972, remote viewing. So to get your weekly weird history fix, pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Strange Year wherever you listen to podcasts. The researchers created a user-friendly grammar quiz intended to go viral. Oh, they were trying to go viral. Yes. Same. And they... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are. Welcome back to another Monday. Yay. Yeehaw, baby. Or whatever day you're listening to. Yeah, whatever day you're listening to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. I'm Josh. And we are two monkeys in a trench coat talking about science. Talking about science. Definitely not (laughs) experts here. Definitely not. How you doing? Oh, you know. uh, We've recorded a lot of podcast episodes this week. We have. And every day I feel like has been a new adventure. So we just found out. Oh, actually, we just discovered a T-Core email address. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That had 3,000 plus emails yeah. from the past like three years because it was someone's job to check them and no one has been no checking one them. It. Yeah. So, of course, who did that fall on? You and I. Yeah. So, so 3,000 emails to go through. <laughs> yes. I've been going through 3,000 emails and those are yeah. like fan emails, sponsored emails. Yeah. I mean, we had an offer from Disney XD in Disney there. Disney XD. Grace. America's Got Talent. Like... We missed our calling. We missed so many callings and opportunities and just opportunities and things left on the table. So it's a little frustrating, but we are in control now. We are controlling the situation and not concerned because we're handling it now. It's handled. It's handled. It's being handled. Currently. Slowly. It's a lot of emails to go through. I did. I went through a thousand this morning. That's a lot of emails. It was a lot. I am one of those people that can't have notifications on my phone. So just the side of the email, I Mm-mm. I almost blacked out. Yeah. Well, Josh had to drag me down here to the basement because I was like, literally, let me just clear it out. Yeah, There's yeah. no way. Here's the go thing. One more. There's no way to clear out this inbox. 
No. Like you got to go by one by one. One by one. And then there's important information from when Grant was on the channel and there's yeah. emails that Grant sent and conversations he had. And so I'm not trying to get rid of those. And so I've had to create a separate Grant folder. It's a lot. And it, it's just a lot of sorting and organizing and understanding and picking things up that were dropped and literally left on the ground to rot. So here we are. <laughs> Sorry. They weren't even picked up. They, they were weren't even. They were literally. It was like the cheese touch from the Diary of the Wimpy Kid. Oh, it's yeah. like the cheese was on the ground. It AKA the inbox, the email inbox, and people just like walked over it. No one touched it. No one touched it. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Everything is fine. That's all I've got. <laughs> Everything is fine and nothing really matters. No, yeah. Yeah. That's besides song. me being a Disney kid and living out my dream, but yeah. that's fine. Well, yeah. Hey, it's we okay. we even them back. We'll see. We did. I literally was like, I'm so sorry. I just got control of this Daddy, inbox. Please. please put me on Disney Channel. <laughs> please. Yeah. So that would be kind of cool if that happens. But you speaking know. of which, because we saw that email, uh, that led us to um, look up old behind-the-scenes video of <laughs> the kids on Disney Channel drawing the Disney like logo. Yeah, it's solid content. If you have not yeah, seen it, there's a video where it's like just straight camera footage, but then somebody went in and drew the actual lines that the kids were drawing. It is so funny. Josh had never seen it, and I was. Dying. It was great. It was a Hillary, great moment. Hillary Duff's is so bad. So bad. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's like so poor funny. girl felt so awkward. It's so good. And you need to go watch it if you haven't. Yeah, go it's watch good. it. It's on YouTube. Yeah. It's really funny. Really gets you going. Really in the gets morning. you going. Yeah. Really <laughs> just like got a, a shot of energy. In it was me. awesome. Yeah. Should we read some ratings and reviews? Uh, yes, rating and reviews with our lovely fans. Yes, our lovely fans. Ours. <laughs> Ours. Dun 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 dun. Tico. Yeah, Grace wants to make a Disney uh, <laughs> intro. intro for Hi, Tico I'm Grace, and you're listening to The Random Theory. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was it right there. They I think can, we do that every week can probably, now. Yeah, they can probably do something with that. <laughs> um, okay, ratings and reviews from Apple Podcast. Yes, if you would like to be read on the podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review uh, Pop over there, over there and, yeah. and drop a podcast topic, a fun fact, uh, knock, 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 jokes. knock jokes, anything you want. If you've been here since the beginning, you're an OG RT, make sure yeah. you drop that. There's been a lot of those. I've so seen many. Them. There's been on and like YouTube comments. I've seen you. Yeah. I see you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've got one here. All right. It's from Gale Girl. Gale Girl. I believe that's how that's pronounced. Gale mm -hmm. Girl. Uh, they titled it Love. Love. And it's a knock-knock joke. Oh, yes. So, knock-knock. Who's there? Cash. Cash you. No, thanks, but I'd love some peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was good. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. And then they, it said, great podcast, guys. Love listening to you all. Uh, Thank you so much, Gail Girl. Thank you, Gail Girl. What? I almost called her Gail Gal, but it's Gail, Gail Girl. That'd be pretty good, too. Gail Gal. Gail Gal. Yeah. Thank you so much for that review. Great joke on that one. Super appreciate uh, you. Really appreciate it. Thank you for making it not go over our heads. Yeah, the, <laughs> last, the last couple <laughs> jokes, we've been too dumb for them. The love one. Well, I think it's not even that we've been too dumb. I think it's just, it's an area that we're not educated in or know nothing about, which I think is also kind of fun because then and people then you, explain they, it to us. Well, yeah, that was um, the tennis, the, the last podcast, yeah. the yeah, brain yeah, yeah, surgery yeah. had a joke about tennis. I didn't, love. I didn't know anything about tennis. Yeah. I did. There were some hot takes thrown out about <laughs> tennis, which I still stand by. So then people explained the joke, which was very appreciated. I yeah. appreciate it. 
the joke explaining. Because the other thing is, there's other people listening to this podcast that have no idea about tennis They're or not like tennis what pros. love is yeah. or like what it means. So I appreciate those that help to help some monkeys out, shed some light. So. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. My uh, rating and review comes from Plant Lady Twenty Twenty Two. Nice. Thanks to Core, uh, which Two Core has now become the Random Theory. We did change the name. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. So it is now the Random Theory yeah. on YouTube. R.I.P. Two. It's an OG Two Core. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So thanks Two Core for making an amazing podcast. And then she said, "Podcast idea: Why different colors affect your brain in different ways? Like why red makes you hungry, and etc. And what colors do?" what to your mood thank you very fa- i like that a lot. fascinating I, that's awesome yeah. there's so much science behind color yeah that definitely. i would i would love to do a podcast on that plant lady so yeah. thank you that's a full podcast idea that's right a full there. pod yeah. yeah so when For we get sure. to it we'll give you another shout out another big shout <laughs> another out. huge shout yeah. out dedicated to plant lady you know a little disappointed that it wasn't on plants though that would have been like gold her, her name is plant lady mm-hmm. i feel like she should have been like maybe she's got a plant joke and we just haven't read it yet Maybe. Plant lady, if you've got a plant joke, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Plant a seed. Plant a seed. <laughs> nice. Gracias. That was the segue. It was. That was. I <laughs> just realized because I forgot what the topic was. <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. That was it. That was the segue. Gracias. De nada. Yep. <laughs> So today we're talking about second languages. Second languages. Uh, so I want to ask you: have, Did you have to learn a second language in school? No, it okay. was not like required. Okay. There was, I think, when I started middle school, which in my small school it was all just combined <laughs> with high school. Like there was no separate. Whoa! You had middle schoolers with high schoolers. Yeah, we had seventh through twelfth. Oh my gosh! Yeah. They allowed <laughs> you guys all to associate together. Well, that was, it was only like two hundred kids max. What so, the heck, man? You know, yeah. We did things differently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you've listened to this podcast, you know we did things differently. Though, Josh, right? where he was raised, is just a special kind of place. It was a whole thing. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, Material Girls, we're Freddie, Chantel, and Devin, and together, we're We're Money Honeys, Honeys. a financial podcast where we tell you the real deal, down and dirty, ins and outs of all things money, honey. We didn't come for money, so everything we have is learned and self-made. So we're here to share our info with you and to learn alongside with you and some experts. We play some silly games, we learn some fast facts, along with some real ass chit chat. We're talking home buying, budgeting, credit cards, crypto, you name it. So pause right now, subscribe, and join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Money, Money Honeys. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was seventh through twelfth, and I think when I started seventh, they did have like a specific Spanish class. Mm-hmm. But then by the time I was old enough to get into it, um, they didn't teach it anymore. Gotcha. But I remember doing some online Spanish did not go well no um and i (laughs) vaguely remember my group of friends and i did not 
do our best <laughs> to complete the online class yeah. and just BS yeah. that thing hard. Yeah. Uh, so needless to say, I do not have any uh, Spanish re- okay. retained. I can say like, where's the bathroom? And Puerto really, that's, Baño, yep. that's really the only thing you need to know, right? Uh, yeah, and yeah. agua. Agua <laughs> and like queso. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Agua and queso. Agua and queso. Me gusta queso. Yeah. I like cheese. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? We need that on a hat. Me gusta queso. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So I attended a K through 12 school and we were required to learn Spanish okay. all the way through. You would think by the time that I graduated, I would be fluent. Yeah. Not the no. case. No. My brain, and we're going to get into this. Um, because some people are hardwired differently than others, yeah. where it's very easy for some people to pick up a language and for others, it's not. For me, I like Spanish was my hardest class. Yeah. The hardest class because I I hated Spanish so much. We did this thing called Duolingo in class. That oh, was like yeah, a part of our app? homework. Yes. Yeah. I learned how to open up the control panel on my computer and change the coding of oh, Duolingo. Wow. So that it gave me check marks. Nice. So that I wouldn't have to do it. Because I literally could not. It didn't matter if I had to memorize the words, if I had to memorize vocabulary, if I had to just like, like learn it. Like I just, I physically could not. And I, and it drove me crazy that it was something that I could not do because I could not get over this. It was like a firewall in my brain. Like literally it was just like you're not you're not gonna get it like you will not unlock this character spanish grace is not getting unlocked spanish grace is uh it was a past dlc you don't get it get it literally no i totally get that it was same for me like i it just did not click no and still has not like it it, it's just not never will yeah feel that so adults famously find language learning more difficult than children whose super flexible brains actually grow the connections necessary to learn an additional language interesting but why would it be so hard to learn a foreign language so it's hard because it challenges both your mind so your brain has to construct new cognitive framework and the time that it takes, because it has to be sustained. It has to be constantly practiced. Right. It's a, it's, it's a new like skill. Yes. You have to practice. You it. have to maintain it. But yeah. there's more than just like that. Those two concepts. Okay. So if you've ever wondered why some people can just pick up Spanish and run with it, and yeah. then you have people like you and I that are like, "Hola, me gusta queso." <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Puedo ir al baño so I can leave Spanish class. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, which is funny because like my boyfriend, Michael, he never had to take Spanish in school. But growing up, his nanny was um, Hispanic. Oh, really? And so she would speak to them in Spanish yeah. and like just to like teach them the language. And so like, he he's not fluent, but he can pick it up and like he can speak it really well. And I'm just like, uh-uh. oh, interesting. Huh? No, which is like it's very fascinating. Yeah. But he picks up everything super well. It's fine. We're fine. It's true. I've seen it's him make really, a spreadsheet. Right. Yeah. He, guy, do, he guy. doesn't use the mouse. The guy can make a spreadsheet. The guy can crush a Let spreadsheet. Let me tell you. So there's research that suggests that our brain's unique wiring can predetermine language success. So in a study conducted by McGill University, uh, participants' brains were scanned before and after undergoing an intensive 12-week French course. Oh. Wee mm-hmm. oui, wee. Oui. Oui. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Parlez-vous français? Baguette. <laughs> 
That's, that's the extent of my croissant. <laughs> that's the extent of my French. Escargot. There you go, yeah. There we go. That's all we know. We are crushing it. Oh, boy. Researchers found that stronger connections between brain centers involved in speaking and reading were seen in the better performing participants. While this could mean that some people are simply cognitively better equipped for language learning, it doesn't mean that everyone shouldn't try. Well, I definitely think, I mean, they're saying like, everyone should try, give it a go. I mean, I know <laughs> obviously pretty much with like anything in life, there's going to be people that are just better at it. Yeah. I, I mean, that's it, why it you and I easier. are not basketball players. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's why you and i sit in front of microphones well but even that i don't you know we just we just sit here just happened i didn't know but it really did just kind of um yeah so i I definitely think there there are that like natural predisposition to being good at something absolutely i mean it comes down to for me evolution is what i kind of think of like some people are better hunters some people are better gatherers some people like you have to have all these different people to make a system function yeah so it all kind of actually comes down to the prefrontal cortex, oh. and we are going to call it the PFC. The PFC. So the prefrontal cortex is a powerhouse. Sure. Listen to everything this thing does. Okay. So it's actually located right behind your forehead. So go ahead and tap your forehead and say, thank you, prefrontal cortex. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, this region connects to nearly every other area of the brain. Oh. It stores your personality. And is the center of what psychologists call your higher order cognitive processes. Oh. Yes. And executive functions. So these are things like your reasoning, your self-control, and attention. So when we're saying you are brain, (laughs) that is is the part of brain that you are. You are brain is your prefrontal (laughs) cortex. A a big chunk of you as brain is the prefrontal cortex. The PFC. The PFC. Uh, yeah, so you are PFC. You are PFC. Congratulations. Yay. Yeah. So this thing is what allows us to act like rational grown-ups who can make plans, <laughs> focus, and stop ourselves from eating an entire pizza even when we want to. Oh, man. I think my PFC mine is malfunctioning. Is, mine is broken, dude. Yeah, I think I got some issues there. I really need to fix it. Come on. I think that's why they say your prefrontal cord. I think it's like it's not developed for males until the age of like, 25 25 is it 25 25 and then females i think is like 20 21 or something something. it's like a little lower yeah Uh, it might be 23 but either way like it's crazy to think that even at the age of 25 like your yours just stopped developing just just stopped i just got there you just got there i don't think i have but according to science according to science we're there i'm still like debating on whether or not i should eat a whole pizza so i don't know you know i feel that things are not quite (laughs) Makes me want to order a pizza right now. Yeah, I kind of want pizza. So children, they don't particularly have good executive functioning. They're impulsive. They struggle to focus. And they really just don't want to focus. Yeah, kids kids are dumb. Sometimes. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. Sorry, it was a hot take on kids. It was, but it's okay. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they can be. No, like I think back to my 18-year-old self and I'm like, man, if I could go back and like thump myself on the head as 24-year-old me, like I would just like thump her on the head and be like, dude, stop doing what you're doing. Like, Oh, you were thinking 18. Yeah, my 18-year-old self, 10-year-old self, like whatever it is. Like I would thump myself on the head every single stage of life and be like, get it together, homie. Get it together. Get your stuff together. Come on. 
it's me, Trixie Mattel, skinny legend and the only girl who can orgasm directly from efficient air conditioning. And me, Katya Zemolochkova, the self-proclaimed sweatiest woman in showbiz, reminding you to subscribe to the Bald and Beautiful podcast. Tune in as we explore personal and societal relationships with beauty standards, body image, and butt plugs. And how all of this affects our sex lives with all of our gorgeous guests. Go subscribe to the Bald and the Beautiful with Trixie and Katya on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so children they tend to unsurprisingly perform worse than adults on nearly all cognitive tasks yeah especially things that really require the prefrontal cortex and so the prefrontal cortex it, it controls your emotions as well it's why children are very volatile it's why they get the temper tantrums and so that's why they say like when kids are like in their terrible twos, the yeah. prefrontal cortex is like really taking hold. Yeah. Like they're thinking for themselves. They're feeling for themselves. They're like understanding the emotions that, that that's happening, but they don't have all the skills to communicate it. They've just started experiencing those. Yeah. So it's just a, it's just a constant rage. <laughs> it's like think of puberty. Yeah. The rage that you were in is like when you were going through puberty, like rage, just literally constantly. rage. Yeah. But think of that as like on a cognitive scale, not hormonally, brain. just like literally just your, brain. your brain is learning to function. Yeah. Your brain is learning to brain. You are, you are learning to be, <laughs> you are learning to be like, <laughs> that's crazy to think about. Yeah, that is. That's, that's really wild. This new research is actually really pivotal that they've been discovering okay. and it provides an answer for why children can learn a second language easier than adults can. Okay. And it has to do with children are better than adults at learning new languages precisely because their prefrontal cortex is undeveloped. Oh. And it seems that our advanced logical brains get in the way of the more basic intuitive forms of learning involved in language acquisition. I feel like my logical brain gets in the way of a lot of things. So many things. <laughs> <laughs> right? Not just language. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely. That's interesting. So it's important for us to understand how language acquisition works. Okay. So learning depends in part on two distinct memory systems, and they incorporate different brain regions. There's declarative and non-declarative. Oh. So there, are, these two things are really important to why an immature PFC, prefrontal cortex, can improve the language learning. So with declarative memory, this describes memorizing concrete information. So it's something that's like stated or declared. It's a fact. It's an, it's an event. It involves voluntary brain processes like intentionally paying attention like you are right now to this podcast. Yeah. Isolating information that's important mm -hmm. and actively trying to remember things. Oh. And this is why adults excel. Because when you were in Spanish class, how often they give you a vocabulary list and they were like, memorize these words. Yeah. And remember what they mean. Yeah. And so that's how they teach adults. But with children, what they're able to do is very interesting. Okay. So with non-declarative memory, this describes acquiring skills and non-conscious or implicit knowledge, reactions, and habits. Whoa. So this is like playing the piano, your fear of spiders. Oh, yeah. We got a big one here we at the studio. Yeah, those, yeah. Non-declarative learning is sometimes called procedural learning, and it generally occurs implicitly with experience rather than intention. That's very interesting. It's very, yeah. very interesting. So that's like, I mean, it said like playing the piano, but like for me, like playing the guitar. Yeah. Literally just playing it, I'm gaining new knowledge and new experience and yep. new whatever. Um, 
Yeah, that's really cool. It is cool. It makes me think about like being a gymnast. Yeah. When I have, and it's so funny because I can think of the time where I can literally think in my gymnastics career when things were non-declarative and then became declarative. Like they were non-declarative when I was learning how to do cartwheels, back handsprings, back tucks, skills that I just flailed my body around and like did. And then by the time I was like 13, 14, I was like, oh, I am now thinking and processing and I have fear about landing on my head and my neck and like hurting myself and like how this is going to feel. And so like this fight or flight kicks in and you're kind of, you start being more aware instead of just fearlessly doing something right. and experiencing That's it. when your processing gets in the way of certain things. Yes. Sometimes for the better, but... <laughs> yes. But <laughs> and unfortunately, sometimes these two memory systems compete, like I was, like I was just, just talking about. Yeah. yeah. So the activation of declarative memory systems can suppress activation of the non-declarity memory system. Yeah. That is intentionally trying to learn specific information can get in the way of unconsciously learning probabilities patterns intuitions and other experience-based understandings yeah so you get bogged down in the specifics yep and you step on and push out just what would naturally come to you yeah unintentional learning so yeah think about back to your high school spanish class where you were learning all these things whether it was spanish french german whatever you want it to be yeah and you're just consistently memorizing things. You're not learning how to use it. You're not learning yeah. the speech patterns. You're not focused on the how it just flows in a sentence. You're focused strictly on what the word means yeah. and how to use it. It's very like black and white. Like yes. One, A, a and B, like yep. this and this. Yeah. yeah. So you're learning and like you're focused on targeted information. But with children, there is growing evidence that suggests that learning a language depends largely on the non-declarative memory. Despite how historically it's been taught, much of language is built on patterns and probabilities rather than precise facts and rules. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you have uh, little kids. Mostly I notice it. I mean, obviously, like if, if the parents speak a language, the kids will speak the language. Yep. Um, but I always think it's funny when you see like parents and one of them is maybe from like the UK or something and they have like an accent Mm -hmm. and the kids pick up on that accent or something, even though like maybe the dad or whatever doesn't have it. Yeah. But the kids like hear that accent from the mom or whatever. Yeah. And then they start picking that up and have that accent as well. Yeah. I think that's really cool. It is really cool. And it has a lot to do with the cadence and how things are said. And that's like what we're talking about. If someone is with a nanny that speaks spanish and the right, nanny yeah. only speaks to them in spanish and like uses a little bit of english the kids are going to learn how to speak spanish yeah totally it's it's like dogs if you talk to a dog in spanish and give it commands in spanish it only knows the commands, knows commands in spanish, in spanish yeah. and so it's about the frequency and like how words are separated and how they're grouped together and acquiring language naturally Children will pick up on these things without even noticing it. And they learn these patterns and probabilities and the syllables and how everything just goes together when different words are used simply through exposure. Yeah. But even when a child makes a mistake, they tend to follow the general pattern of the language. They don't get caught up in this like, oh, I didn't say it correctly. About yeah, they, yeah. They just know the cadence of how it's supposed to be said. Yeah. And they also, yeah, there's no like cognitive like... Oh, my mom is speaking in Spanish. I am going to now listen and think and speak in Spanish. Like, no, they, 
It, it just, just ha- happens. It just happens. And that was always the hardest part in my brain that I always felt like there had to be a switch. Like right. something in my brain had to like flip over because I I just couldn't get it. For yeah. me, it was just such a tough thing for me to process. Like Spanish just did not process for me. Yeah. And what's what kind of sucks is like you can't turn back time. You can't go back and be a kid again. You can't turn off your PFC, your prefrontal cortex. No. <laughs> so can't like do it. You can't, you're just like stuck here at this, this stuck. place. I'm stuck, yeah. 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 But there are ways for you to encourage your PFC to relax so <laughs> your non declarative memory system can actually go ahead and take the lead. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they found that, you know, using very soothing sounds, using something that is very calming in the background, if you go for a walk, it oh, actually cool. helps. A walk. Yeah. So they, Numerous studies found that short bouts of physical activity reduce the prefrontal cortex activation. That totally makes sense. Right. Because for me, not in relation to uh, learning a second language, because I haven't really had to do that in a long time. Yeah. And I'm not actively doing that. But um, for me, like I am a big hyper over analyzer about pretty much everything. Oh, really? Yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Guys, we posted a YouTube video and Josh is on those analytics. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. Um, but totally, like it, going out, just like getting active, doing something, just completely like takes that out of my brain. Well, you have to think walking is so first nature to us. Yeah. You can walk and your brain doesn't even have to think about it. Really? It just you know what goes. it is? For me and... It's so it's gotten to be such a joke with my wife because um I mean I I do enjoy walks but my thing is if I'm like in a mode where I'm just like I have like some anxiety going like yep. I'm thinking too much I go and get my guitar yeah and just sit there and play I'm not playing anything specific I'm just playing yeah and that just doing that immediately I can take my mind off of whatever I was thinking about but now it's gotten to the point where even if I'm just playing like for fun or whatever yeah. my, my my wife's like. Oh, what's wrong? Is something wrong? Are like, you okay? is, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just playing the guitar. It's I'm okay. Just strumming. I'm just having a good time. Not all the time. Am I overwhelmed with anxiety or yeah. whatever? That's so funny. But yeah, that's my, uh, that's my walking to, to try and get that PFC to chill out. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's like it's running, it's walking, it's getting away from the thing yeah. that's that's causing me overwhelm. Yeah. And then like I'm usually good. Yeah. So I just need to figure out how to teach myself spanish while playing the guitar yes maybe i should learn like some some songs that in spanish in spanish yeah oh gosh well that's what they say about putting on like cartoons yeah like put a cartoon on in spanish yeah and you'll begin you'll to pick start, it up like absorbing it. yeah because you're immersing yourself in it yeah so although not yet directly studied in relation to language learning, walks have been shown to reduce cortical activity and improve creativity, mood, and general cognition. Nice. Yeah. So they need like a, in high school Spanish class, they need like a 10 minute. You just need a little treadmill. A little treadmill. Like you can oh, walk like a treadmill. while you like work. Yeah. I was thinking like I want let one the of kids so go bad. out and walk around. But yeah. That feels a little <laughs> better to me than a treadmill in class. Either way, it's kind of fun. Yeah. I like it. So scientists have actually pinpointed the age at which your chances of reaching total fluency plummet. Plummet? Plummet. Wow. And that is the age of 10. Oh, shoot. We are far gone. We are far gone. Yeah, I am in the hole. Yeah. Wow. 
So the study published in the Journal of Cognition found that it is nearly impossible for language learners to reach native level fluency if they start learning a second language after age 10. Whoa. Yeah. So though it doesn't seem to be because language skills go downhill at that age, it turns out you're still learning fast. It's just that you have run out of time because your ability to learn starts dropping at the age of 17 and 18 years old. Okay. It's not that you stop learning. Yeah. It is harder to learn. It just becomes so much harder. So much harder. Yeah. And so if you think about it, you have until 10 to like speak a, a language fluently. Yeah. Ten, a second up one. Up to 10, up you're to just 10. basically a sponge. Yes. Yeah. And then from 17 to 18, you're kind of like refining those skills. Yeah. And then from there, you're kind of like sent into the world. Well, yeah. You you're, know? You're just kicked out. Yeah. And thrown into the real world. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So those who start a few years after age 10 may still become quite good at a language, uh, like the paper notes, but are unlikely to reach total fluency. Okay. That's interesting. I think it's very fascinating and interesting because yeah. it kind of makes me feel okay about learning a language. It does feel a little better like, that I just completely phoned in a high school online Spanish class because it just wasn't doing it for Hey, me. it's okay. Yeah, I graduated. It's all good. Uh, yeah, you did the thing. <laughs> yeah. But what I really love about this whole thing to wrap this podcast up okay. is there was a study done and they used the unique method to reach the new finding that we just talked about. Oh. So to compile a large and diverse group of people required for a language acquisition study, the researchers created a user-friendly grammar quiz intended to go viral. Oh, they were trying to go viral. Yes. Same. And they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, man. So this 10-minute quiz was called Which English? Oh. And it hooked people by guessing their native language, dialect, and home country based on their responses to English grammar questions. Oh, is this because like English is just hot garbage? Yes. Yeah. And so at the end of the quiz, people were asked about their actual native language, if and when they had learned any others, and where they had lived. Okay. The crazy thing is this gimmick worked. It went viral. It went viral. The quiz was shared more than 300,000 times on Facebook and hit the front page of Reddit. Nice. Which was crazy. Yeah. Okay. So there was almost 670,000 people that took it, giving researchers a huge amount of data from native and non-native English speakers of all ages. And I think that's really cool because this thing went viral. Yeah. Because everyone was like, oh, I want to see if they can get it. I want to see if they know where I'm from. But yeah. really, they like they weren't trying to. They were trying to get your information at the end. Yeah. Seeing like, where you're that's from. Tricky. How old you are. That's really tricky. Yeah. That's, yeah. Good. I I guess good for the researchers. And what's really cool is like you can still take these quizzes. Oh, really? Like there are a bunch of English quizzes online that are a part of this study. So if you want to go and like share your information and data with the world. Yeah. Like you can. And be a part of these English studies. Right. And I think what's really cool, um, some of these people, they spoke languages and some didn't. But analyzing the participants' responses and their mistakes allowed them to draw unusually precise conclusions about language learning. So they, they basically, they just wanted that information to learn how people perceived 
they wanted the and learned english yes that and they also wanted to know like had other people like was language their first language or was it their second language or like was someone learning another language and did they where have they lived besides that so i think it all comes into play and you know the one thing that everyone's always said it's immersion like if you're going to learn a second language you need to immerse yourself you gotta be in deep you gotta be so deep in it yeah um and i think it's really interesting maybe we should just make a go all in on Ticor Espanol. <laughs> we should. We do have an Espanol channel if you would like to go We're watch not, it. It's not still being... It was a short-lived experiment. Short-lived. It's, it's not being posted on anymore. But No, but if you want to go watch Ticor videos in Spanish and learn a couple words... Or if or if you your native uh, language is Spanish. Yeah. I think... I don't know how many videos are on there, but there's definitely some that are like... I, I think we had them dubbed. Yeah, we did. Um, Enjoy Spanish grace. Span- yeah, there's some Spanish grace. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it makes sense why some people get it and some people don't and why it's easy from a young age. It's because you're creative, open-minded, and then by the time you're an adult, you're harsh and the world sucks. Yeah, you've just been beaten down (laughs) into a pulp and you can't absorb any new information. It's fine. We're fine. It's fine. I wonder if there's been research and if there's data that that just continues, that like they have the benchmark at like 18 to whatever 19 mm-hmm. and then is it like at 30 it's even worse and at 40 it's even worse i think you would see a unique trend that's actually a really interesting thought i think you would yeah. see that when you're in your 50s and 60s you actually are learning again you might turn it around yeah yeah because i know a lot of 50 and 60 year olds that they do a lot of reading or they're yeah, they pick in, up new stuff yeah and so they're yeah. trying new activities because they're retired and yeah, all this stuff so that's true i think you would see kind of the yes this decline in your 20s and 30s and 40s but maybe 50s 60s 70s like you're picking up a, a new up. skill yeah. yeah that's cool that's yeah. good i hope so i hope that's the case yeah. yeah if i had to guess that's where i would guess but i also yeah. wouldn't be surprised if it's just like downhill it's from like now just, on just straight down yeah well <laughs> And that has me hopeful for the future. <laughs> Woo, it's all downhill us. from here. It's fine. We're fine. Uh, uh, next week is the 4th of July. Yeah, it is. So we are going to have a 4th of July so special for you guys. If you are if you live in the United States of America. USA. Uh, we got a 4th of July special. Um, and if you don't live in the United States, but you listen to this podcast, you'll just get to hear about a, 4th of July. a holiday in the United States that's interesting. <laughs> It's kind of interesting. You know the 4th of July shouldn't even be celebrated on the 4th of July. Oh, is it because like time and the day is not actually that day anymore? No. The day we decided we were independent wasn't even the 4th. Oh my gosh. So tune in. That was a sick little teaser. Thank you. I literally was like dumbfounded. My mouth was almost on the floor. What a lie. I know. Guys, if you like (laughs) this podcast, make sure you leave us a rating and review. Tell us what you liked about it on Apple Podcasts to be featured. Yes. Uh, We love you guys and we could not do this without you. Absolutely. Literally, like you guys are what keeps this going. So please drop those rating reviews. Please share this podcast. Yeah. And you know, that's that's only what's going to get this podcast trending, building a further audience and yep. you know teaching someone something new about the world around them hopefully Hopefully, that's yeah. the that's the that's the goal yeah or to make you feel justified in not learning a second language yeah we're trying we're just becoming an echo chamber of your own beliefs yes we're just trying to like really cement you into place yeah we are here for you we yeah. support you we believe in you yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right should we go take some uh, english quizzes online and that only feels right see, so i can see how bad my english yeah, is yeah i can see how well english is pretty hot garbage so it is it makes no sense sometimes. it's real bad all right well let's go Bye, friends. Bye, everyone.
Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.